Snuggly Dragon Podcast. We're live on the Snuggly Dragon Podcast, episode three. We have two very hilarious, beautiful, intellectual people. Um, to my right is uh, Michael Miguel Greasaber. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Mike? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What am I supposed to say? Just, hey, I'm... Answer instinctively. Well, see, brings up a good point. Okay. So a lot of people, you ask them, you know, tell me about yourself, and they'll say what they do for a living. I know. So am I supposed to respond with what I'm doing, or do I respond my interests? Like, hey, you can I like respond to a bunch of questions like you're doing right now. Well, no, I'm just saying that's something that I've come across with people. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the hardest things is to talk about yourself. Whenever, like, whenever people say, "Oh, tell me like about yourself," you like kind of clam up, even though that should be obviously the most like thing that you have on your mind. But, all right, great job though, Mike. <laughs> Lauren Bradley over to my left, L Weiner, as she sometimes <laughs> goes by. Um, Lauren, tell us about yourself. Um, L Weiner is more by the books than Miguel. I am. <laughs> I just finished my first semester of medical school at LSU Shreveport. Very happy to be back down south. Though I have enjoyed my time in Shreveport. Is that um, not down south? Shreveport? This is down south. That is not down south. That's kind of like Texas-y. Huh? It is. It is very close to Texas, and it is definitely northern Louisiana. So, Ew. happy to be back down here. <laughs> <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> tell us about what? I said, tell us how you really feel. Oh, no. Um, but no, I have enjoyed my time in northern Louisiana. I do find it to be colder. Medical school is, uh, as I say, it's pretty... Awful. Awful is the right word. <laughs> um, How many yeah. hours a day do you study? Probably not as many as my classmates. Um, I think I find myself more on the slacker variety of medical school. Hmm. We're quick to differentiate ourselves. Um, but still, even the slackers probably put in at least seven hours a day. So, but yes. Yes. But I also am a frequent break taker when I study, so it is kind of hard to calculate my actual hours spent at a desk. Okay. So, but yeah, everyone does it differently. I had a question. Do you have to drink alcohol to have fun? The answer should be no, but I think the answer is actually yes. The answer is kind of yes, isn't it? <laughs> we, we were having a long talk about this last night. We were talking about one of our friends who doesn't drink alcohol, and... Um, how kind of like well what's the the whole theory is that your inhibitions mm-hmm. I mean chemically like you're you're like shutting off certain parts of your brain you'd probably know more about this than I would nah slacker <laughs> slacker variety <laughs> and like you do things that you wouldn't normally do if you weren't if you did have inhibitions I mean right so I mean, but why do you need my thought process has always been, what fun activity is not made more fun by drinking alcohol? <laughs> but think about it. Like, you know, like even when you're like skiing, shopping. Skiing? You want to get a beer on the slopes and then keep skiing after lunch? I guess I kind of only drank to get drunk. No! I'm a social yeah. I'm a social drink to get drunker. But skiing, that sounds dangerous. I like to smoke marriage a weasel. But ski- no, that just kind of dehydrates you so quickly. Yeah, have altitude a, you know, also? Have like a mimosa in the morning, hit the slopes, have a beer at lunch, <laughs> keep skiing. So maybe maybe, <laughs> one, maybe someone that's not as athletic of a skier would say something like that. True. Blues very only. true. True. Girl skiers. Yes, that's, very that's true. true. That's yeah. Snow bunnies. But like, I'd like to point out right now that I am not drinking alcohol, yet the <sighs> two of y'all are. That true. is true. 
But this and is I, a fun and I'm activity. Fun. Mm, yeah, but could you be having more fun? I think that's the, the question Ooh, we're posing. See? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, it's come on, it's more fun when you drink, right? I I don't know. I mean, so if you're at a place where everyone else is drinking, like at a bar, you drink at a bar. That's the purpose of it. That's when it's not as fun. But if you're somewhere like, I don't know, at... Wait, it's not as fun if you're drinking... If you're not drinking, it's not as fun when everyone else is drinking. Why? Sometimes I'll, I'll get a water and I'll maybe put a lime in it or a straw or, or just pretend like it's a... Like, I'll like, do this or else. No. But, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I especially try and do this now because I've kind of hit the stage where... When you hit, when it hits like 2 a.m., it's like, do I really need to keep drinking? Like, am I going to gain that much more from no. like being more drunk? I'm already hammered. I feel like people just mindlessly kind of start drinking more. So I get water now and I kind of do it. And it's just as much fun. It's the same thing. So it's like, why are you drinking? That's a big question. It's like, I think for me, I'm only drinking because it's like a social thing and like people are all around and it's fun. But like, it's not like I'm like, I need to get more drunk because like, I'm not. A, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but at 2 a.m. you're hammered. Whereas if you're sober, you're like. <laughs> True, you'd already be drunk at that point. Whereas if I were sober, what? You would probably have different feelings toward the evening. Yeah. Like I've shown up places. You ever show up to a, a pregame late? And everyone is just toasted, and you're just and you're like, nerd. damn, I got to try everybody here. And then you try and catch up, and then I don't know. It's just something we were thinking about. But it is fun to people watch, I suppose. Right. I mean, when you go out to a bar, yeah, it's all about, like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to, like, numb the pain from the day? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's almost worse. Like, I won't say who. My mom, who just drinks, (laughs) like, a glass of wine every day. Like, I don't drink every day, but, but I get way more hammered than my mom does. So who's the alcoholic? Okay, so here's something. So when you meet a person, and there's a few of these in my medical school class that I, I never encountered this type before, and they're like, and you're like, oh, you come into the you know post-test party after the exam. They're like, no, probably not. I don't drink at all. What's like your first thought when someone tells you that? I don't you're drink lame. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It shouldn't be. But, but why is that? Why do you, like why is that like your first like? Well, here's the thing. You could be. You could go to a party and just be killing it, like dancing, like talking to everyone, being really high energy and sociable and fun, and not have a sip of alcohol. True. Very true. So, but I guess it's like people who don't drink don't want to be around people who are drinking because they don't drink. Because they think that kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, so. I bet there's a lot of, on the other side too, in med school, like people who haven't really been drinking because they've been like studying so much and all this shit mm-hmm. and then that's see that's that's the other thing like med students dental students now like I won't say his name when, <laughs> when he drinks it's like fucking world war three like he's going ham and it's like I don't know what's the be- what's the best way to drink for me I started pretty young you probably did as well I think I was 13 oh god yeah. I don't know about you people and your... Us people? Yeah. I live like 30 minutes away from you. Slime Dell is like <laughs> eight light years <laughs> away. Okay, it took me 45 <laughs> minutes to get here. Oh. But I just, I watched friends of mine who didn't drink in high school get to college and it's just like, wow, you need to... Drink? Or, or like you need, you need drink. to drink. <laughs> yeah. Had they had prior experience, maybe they would have 
handle themselves a little better. Handle? Uh, the drinking age in Europe, yeah, it's like 14, right? And I think that's not even like, like they're not giving out MIPs to 13-year-olds. There's no dicks about that here, but um, I feel like, if yeah, if you introduce it into the culture, like earlier on, you have way less complications, way less confusions. Jumbo was talking about this, like, when you're 16 years old, how are you drinking? You're, like, sneaking off into the corner and, like, chugging whiskey. As opposed to, like, sitting, like, having a drink and, like, figuring it out. It's true. Know? I would agree with that. First drink you ever had. See, but that's the thing. I can't even remember. Like First, drunk, first drunk story you ever had. Do you know? But, I mean, I have three older siblings. So, like, it was kind of funny for them at the time. So they're like Early, funny. I have very early memories. My sister, who is 36 now... She, they used to think it was fun to, she went to Millsaps and they would bring me on the weekends to Jackson. My parents would drop me off with her to stay in her dorm room. Stay in her dorm room. How old were you? I must have been like nine, eight, nine. Oh my God. That's irresponsible. Well, my parents thought it was like, oh, like, you know, she's just going to have like a sleepover, like with all the girls. No. They would bring me to fraternity parties. I specifically remember. When you were nine? Did you have a fake ID? No, no. Well, it's Millsap. So it was like house parties. And so they'd bring me. And these are like very like, you know, those like early memories you have when you're little where it's like kind of like snap. Mm. Okay. So it's some of those. I still remember I walked into. like when you black out (laughs) because you're at a college party. Who's to say? But I walked into, you know, they brought me to this fraternity party and like, you know, I like got ready with them and I like had my nightgown on because like I thought that was cool. And I had like my little robe on and they brought me to this fraternity party. And I remember like, did you say it's not cool? (laughs) You were wearing wearing a robe and a nightgown? Yeah. Was it a PJ party? No. (laughs) I was like, no, I didn't know any better. I actually might have been knowing her that. Who knows? Anyway, brought me to this party. Everyone thought it was hilarious, I guess. But I remember this guy, like, I walked up to him. Of course, my sister totally abandoned me. And he looked at oh me, he looked down at me, and he picked me up and, like, looked at me and just, like, put me on one of the speakers <laughs> and then just walked away. And I was just up there. I'm pretty sure I saw someone doing their first line. I, like, walked into, like, a back room. I was just wandering around this party. I'm pretty sure that's what they were doing. Who's to say? I don't know. But then the next day, she would just bring me to class. So, like, she'd bring me to class. Like, I remember well, going to, like, calculus, like, English, like, and just, like, put me in a desk behind her and tell me to shut up and, like, give me a coloring book. So, yeah. Wow. Advanced yeah. math and advanced narcotics. Yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah, I went to, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, so who's to say? I don't really remember my first drink because I'm sure they, you know, were like, oh, give that little kid some alcohol. I don't know. I'm, there's a lot of red flags going up. Yeah, there's a lot of red How flags. was your childhood in general? I think I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was cool, so. But yeah, that was like a pretty normal experience. But yeah. You turned out okay. Well, now she has children, and so cool. now I'm like the one giving them alcohol, and they're like five, so whatever. How many five? I'm, I'm the youngest of four. Four, okay. Yes. Did you just say you give alcohol to five-year-olds? I mean, it's like wine. That's not really alcohol. No, okay. <laughs> sip. Maybe we'll strike they that from the church, record. They have in church, right? Yeah, that's normal. They have it in church. Don't even go there. <laughs> I never drank that at church. That's not wine, though. Is that's, it? It's blood. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? I Which is way less weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I don't... I mean, I think that was like a good experience for me, so... I mean, questionable. Oh. Definitely questionable. If my parents knew that at the time, they'd probably freak out. But I think the whole theme of, like, getting exposed young to alcohol, like, you know, I think that I, works out for most people. I think that's, like, level people. five. <laughs> we can do, my, with my children, I'll probably try, like, level one or two first. Yeah, but, yeah, but... But definitely. Yeah. Okay. 
Miguel, your first drunk story? I can go next if you don't remember. Um, lame. I don't know if I was drunk. I remember when I first was actively seeking alcohol. You want that story? Yeah. So probably between 7th and 8th grade year. So that's like 12 years old? Thir- 12, 13 maybe. Um, just went to a family vacation in Destin. My cousin was talking about, when I was your age, we were getting hammered every weekend. <laughs> when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> in, in high school. And you just had a bunch of alcohol, so Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke for straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that story stuck with me. And I was like, by the time we're you know, freshmen, sophomores, I'm like, should I be getting drunk every weekend? Oh god. Oh, how, no. I was like, how do it once? Then he you shaped be... you. Mm. Well, I just I was like, how is he getting all this alcohol? You know, I don't, I don't look like I'm 21 in high school. I can't grow a beard. Like I can, but I couldn't. Right. Regulations, lame. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Any no uh, wacky stories though? You weren't like not from that, but the very first shed party we had. Oh god! Oh my god! Just I I can remember at one point I had three things in front of me. One was a Bud Light, one was a bottle of Taka vodka, and the other one was a bottle of Southern Comfort. And I was just going one, two, three. You know, life of the party, right? Yeah. Next I... thing I know, just thrown up in some trash can for what I was told was forty five minutes. Everyone had to leave. Yikes. My mom found me the next morning and thought that... She didn't find you that night? She found you the next morning? The next morning. Yeah, I think she was out of town. Oh, okay. um, thought that I drank two beers from my grandpa's fridge next door. And uh, that did was you, it. Did you, you go that? Were you like, did you correct her? No, no, You're no. like, I, definitely I, I, oh, two like, beers. <laughs> <laughs> mom, come on. <laughs> I probably told her years later, but... Wow. Yeah. What made her think that you drank two beers? You told her that, or there were she just thought you were missing? a lightweight. There were probably a few beers like in the vicinity, mm. and there were definitely some missing from the fridge because, you know, the shed was, the shed was like how how we were raised. That's like where we, <laughs> that's where we became buds, right? Alcoholics, buds, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Alcoholics is such an intense term. It is an intense term, and such a sliding scale. You've been dropping sliding scale a lot. It applies to everything. <laughs> it does. It, it does. does. Life <clears throat> is about balance. It is about balance. Ooh, my first experience with alcohol, I was in Florence, Italy. I was 13 years old myself. Me and my, my best buddy, Rag Guy. Shout out, Rag Guy. Um, and we, so we were in this like beautiful square, and we got what's called a Blue Lagoon. You guys ever had a Blue this Lagoon? This is a very sophisticated first drunk story. Pretty swagged out, huh? Pretty cool. <laughs> Well, it's like it's like this gross vodka, like kind of like you all ever have hypnotic, and yeah. like light blue stuff. It like kind of looks like that. I don't know if they put that in there, but so we're just being so stupid, and like, you know when alcohol is just the grossest thing in the whole world when you're growing up. So that was kind of the case. So we were like choking down. Like we had half of it's like in one of those little martini glasses. We had like half of it each, and then we moved on to Bailey's Irish Cream because that was way more just sweet and delicious. You know, delicious, right? <laughs> so we had about like like ten Bailey's Irish Creams each. No, it was it must have been like three or four. I don't know because uh, that's like the only thing we could stomach. And then we were just like, I don't even know if we we're actually drunk or not. We were just like running around being goofy. We ended up brushing each other's teeth with um with their toothbrush. So it was like a like a this kind of thing. And um, it was pretty silly. And that's where it stopped? Yeah, and then we went to bed, and uh, <laughs> we woke up, and we never talked about it again. <laughs> oh, alcoholism. <clears throat> well. So I had another 
fun idea. If uh, <laughs> So I'm going to flip a coin, and the loser has to open up the search browser in their iPhone and read the past five searches that they had. I'll play. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a coin. I don't know what mine even are. I don't know if I, I don't know what mine are either. Well, you can just open the tag. Mine are all closed. See, my phone's a little old, and so everything is shut off as soon as it's finished. I would like used. to preface this with I'm in medical school, so I feel like that nope, gives no me. <laughs> you'll, you'll be the so I can play. look up weird shit. I would like this to preface this as I'm a freak. <laughs> you can find. You can learn some. Oh, we don't even get a coin to flip. I couldn't find one. And I didn't want to. Do oh, that. I can get us a coin. If we're gonna, you know. You don't want to flip a paper? Hmm. No, I don't want to flip a paper. I could. I can tell you for a fact, one of mine is the boobs advent calendar. <laughs> Michael, that has changed that my life. That was sent to me. I was just passing it to a that friend. That has changed my life. I haven't checked it since the day I sent it. Did you look at all 31 days? No, I haven't checked it since the day I sent it. I think there was the 14th maybe, so. So you only went up to the 14th? Yeah. I don't. I haven't made it far, much farther past. All right, we're going to flip a paper. Either. But I'm probably going to print them off and send it to my friend who is in training for the Marines right now. That'd be really thoughtful, Miguel. Would be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I talked to him, I was like, "Hey, man, you want me to send you, you know, some new magazines?" He's like, "If the mood strikes, man." Doesn't he have the internet? I don't know. I only communicate via letter with him. I didn't know about this guy. So you he have a a cousin? No, a friend. A friend who's in the military. Where is he right now? I don't know. Um, Paris Island, maybe. Is that is that in France? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. I, you I write the letter. You write them letters. You got to send them somewhere. I, I just look at the. I have it in my phone. The address. Let me see if I can figure it out. Well, whatever. It's, what is he? He's in the. It's training for the Marines. Beast. And they don't. They don't. They're not allowed to use like laptops or, or like. Uh, I'm not sure. His dad texted me and said, "Hey, this is the address. If you want to send anything." So I assume they don't really have. They're in access while I'm training. That's that's a tough life. You should send them something. Yeah, I'm planning yeah. on printing out the... <laughs> well, those are gifts, though. The Boob Advent calendars, those are gifts. Damn. Really fabulously I'll just find the best part lit. of it. Just good cinematography and fabulous acting. Uh, I would highly recommend. Boob's Advent calendar. Really good stuff. All right. You could probably attach a link in the... I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> um, okay. Miguel, your heads. Lauren, your tails. Ooh. Lauren, you get to call it in the air. What if? Because I picked you as heads because you look more like the. the mm, yeah. Thanks. It's I actually the, always pick heads line. when I flip a coin anyway. I always pick tails, so that I works always out. Really? I always pick tails. It, it works out for me about half the time. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call it in the. Oh. Wait, no. You're Where are you assigned? You can call it in the air. I forgot. We're not, we're not doing heads. Call okay. it in the air. Tails. It's tails. Phew! So. That means you have to. Oh, wait a second. That means she I win. She, she got it right. So that was won. not established prior it to wasn't, the flip. But quit still. It's unfair. And don't let them delete any of this. I'm not going to delete anything. I just... All my tabs are closed. You're, you're a tab closer? Tab I'm not. So I click the tab thing. You've got to give it a second to load up. That is a dinosaur. Easy. So He closes all of his tabs, so we have to use yours. Is there a way what, to... Uh, what, what model you got there? It's an iPhone 4S. Michael, I would like to point out that it's the last phone <laughs> that Apple produced while Steve Jobs was in charge. Oh, is that why you still have it? 
because it was the last phone that Steve Jobs How do finished? I? Well, the last thing I searched was apparently carrot on a string hat. <laughs> which, <laughs> which gives you this image, which for all the listeners out there, I'm sure you can visualize this as a carrot on a string hat. What? <laughs> on earth? So my, my boyfriend's little brother texted me and asked what he should get his, his older brother for Christmas. And, you know, I threw out some suggestions and one of them, you know, he'd mentioned recently that like a pair of his pants like weren't fitting that great. And the, you know, the brother texted back. He was like, oh, it sounds like he needs a, I'm really sorry, lad. He was like, sounds like he needs a gym membership. And I was like, this should work. So, you know, carrot on a string hat. Like, you know, you can like send her on the, it was, I promise it was funny when it happened. Um. No, it's fantastic. It's a good, it's a good gag gift. I've, I've seen the like mistletoe ones. Right, right. Um, so yeah, better than a gym membership. Um, how do I go back and look? Here, if you click on the, there's there a little bookmark. I, I found my history. Oh, but see, mine are lame. Like, apparently, I looked up this. I'll, I'll read. Okay, that. go ahead. Weirdest ones. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't read that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my God, you're so trendy. Am I? Ten killer tips to get your Apple Watch set just right. Did you search that, or was that? I think like, I probably just clicked on it. Like I would never search that. You have not search Watch? killer for something. That I would was never killer, be like right? killer tips. Like I do have an Apple Watch. I got an Apple Watch. Oh. All the other med students had one, so I was like, oh man, like do wow, I need conformity. that? Conformity. Luxury sweaters. That's a that I might have searched. About right. <laughs> <laughs> More Apple Watch. Surgical bra. Wait, should I wear? Okay, we're not gonna read that one. <laughs> Is are you? Whoa! <laughs> Stay tuned. Classy girls wear pearls. Did not look. Oh, that's a blog, but it was terrible. Don't look at it. Um, men's underwear. Not shocking. It's probably nothing good. Carried on a string hat's definitely the uh, yeah, probably the winner. And then Snapchat emoji meanings. I looked up that because I never know what the little symbols mean next to people. Snapchat emoji meanings. Yeah, like you know, like if you like snap someone a lot, like. They put like symbols, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and sometimes it'd be like a yellow heart or like pink hearts, and I didn't know what all In that. In the meant. settings, it tells you which is which. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. Time out. You s emojis, you don't, you can't tell what it is based on just like the little hieroglyph. Well, no, you can, but it's like, what does that mean? Like, have you noticed like if you Snapchat someone a lot, and it, like it'll be like a smiley face with sunglasses or like oh, a smiley oh, face oh. like doing yeah, this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know like what, like how Snapchat assigned. I was interested in that myself. Yeah. What, what's the answer? Well, this was my findings was that if you, if your best friends, was, if you're someone's best friend, like you're both best friends, then you each get. In, in what regard? Like number one. Like if he's my number one and I'm his number one. You mean with regard Snapchat, to amount of Snapchat sent? Yes. Not then we get. Okay. Is that? Then we have a yellow heart. Is that how it's assigned though? According to what I read on the internet. Oh. I thought it was just, if I was snapping you a bunch lately. No, the yellow heart means that I'm your best friend and you're my best friend. I feel like I can... Uh-huh. Yeah, huh? Well, what does the sunglasses smiley mean then? I don't know what that one means. I forgot. There's... I can pull it up right now. Okay, fine. Educate us, please. Just give me a second oh, to cool. load this thing. Yeah, Miguel's got a... Got a load on his iPhone negative two. Takes a little bit longer. <clears throat> I already did. <laughs> Preferences. We got a friend emojis. That's Here we big. Go. That's so interesting. Okay, fine. Maybe. The double Let's have heart. A more of that because. What? Whoever wants to. I don't know. 
Uh, what's up? Uh, what are what are y'all talking about? She... The Snapchat emoji meanings. Okay. Uh, double pink hearts, super BFF, red heart BFF, yellow heart besties, smiley face with blushing cheeks is BF Befs, winky face is their BFF, but you're not, you know, you can read them if you'd like. I'm growing less interested in them. Okay. It does add an element, though. Like, if you're best friends with someone and you think you guys are best friends, then one day you're like, what happened? So. This is so specific, though. Like It is specific. The one that's going, like, like gritting its teeth, like, uh, yeah, appears next to someone when your number one best friend is also their number one best friend. I know. Like, it's an added element of competition you probably didn't know. Oh. See? It's so not like nice. So, like, if he's my bud, mess bud, and you're... And I'm and encroaching. I'm... Yeah. See? See? Okay. I'm getting more interested. That's kind of fun. Okay, the, the smiley face with the sunglasses appears next to someone who you share a best friend with. Now I want to see who my best friend is, because I don't know. See? Any of these. Aren't I'm, you interested now? I'm not a big snapper. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, here's your phone back. Mike. Thanks. Miguel, I feel like you're not a big snapper either, are you? No. No? No. No. Uh, I'm one of those, if it's not good enough, it's not getting sent. Yeah, I get that. Bless that, Michael. I think... There's an oversaturation of media as we... Have any of y'all started doing the Instagram stories yet? I haven't mm-hmm. done it. I've watched okay, a yeah, few. See, but I, Where but do we draw the goddamn I know, line? I know. I agree. I agree. It's like... And now they have group Snapchat. Love that, though. But I kind of like that. I adore that. I'm into that. But isn't it so obnoxiously ridiculous, the fact that it's come that far? Like, yeah. you got group... And so it's basically the group me that you're in. Right. But video-wise, which is cool, but like... And it's nice when you can just click one thing to send it is you want to send but it's like now and my like look at my phone i gotta check today i had 95 seconds of snapchat in the fucking i almost said our group me name which would be really bad we have a very (laughs) politically incorrect group me name because you're not gonna tell us what it is no Nope, I no, would point no. out, it's not politically incorrect. It's, it's just, just mean. It's a little mean. It's a little mean. It's mean and it's bad and it's not nice or appropriate. Mm. Bless us. Anyway. <laughs> um, but to be fair, 45 seconds was just Mason fishing. Mason sends so many, Mason sends so many Snapchats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mason's going to be with me next year. Oh, yeah. In Shreveport. Uh-huh. Welcome, Mason. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> to northern Louisiana. <laughs> I'm so mad at him for going to med school. It's going to be so much fun, though. Is it? No, it's not. Anyway, to con- finish my rant, you got to wake up, check your Instagram, your Facebook, your Snapchat. Okay, but what do you really, like, what's like, when you wake up in the morning, what do you actually check? I wake up, I go Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, time hop. Damn. Dude, I have so much shit. Um, group me, Beluga. Um, no, those are the same. My fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> Open the window just in case a pigeon comes in. And then my emails. And then my texts. That's a lot. It takes me like two hours to wake up. Yeah. Why do you think it takes me so long? <laughs> Honestly, it's one of my favorite parts of my day. Because I don't do any... I don't really do any social media. Like, I do it once a day and that's like when. That's your time. I like wake up, like, do my little cute yawn, roll over. Check out my like sixty-five texts, you know. So cipher, so cool. sift through all the like not hot <laughs> babes, and then <laughs> I spend like a long time um, catching up on so- my social media. I read an interesting article that 
people with more social media presence live longer. Really? Do you know why? No, that makes me sad because I have a weak social media presence. <laughs> because nice. they don't go outside? Or they <laughs> conserving <laughs> all their energy right now. <laughs> uh, no, a, a healthy social media life correlates to a healthy social life. It's just like basically the same thing. I mean, we live in a time now where this is like such a, it's huge, you know, Facebook, social media, all that stuff. So it kind of just, if you have a bunch of Facebook friends, it means you have a bunch of friends. When you said they live longer or they live more? I want to say people with more like social media, in the same way that someone who is more socially active in this dimension is happier and lives longer. It's the same way with social media. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I suppose. And this is an average thing. Obviously, there's some people who are just... Sad. Just weird. so lame. Oh so my God, lame. so many people are so lame. <laughs> but I feel like those people don't have lots of friends. No, probably not. But, well, but then there's also all those articles you read about how like social media is like depressing us because like you're, you know, you're looking at everyone's like highlight reel and comparing it to yourself and can That's be a bit of a downer. Interesting. Yeah, you only see the like spring Yeah, like the really like picks. really good stuff like the, you know, it's like filtered. And... I don't know, but people share a lot of That's stuff. That's true. Yeah. That, I only I would, really I look at not... Instagram though. Like I don't really keep up with Facebook and I'm not really that into Snapchat. Instagram's so... definitely that kind of Yeah, like Instagram's like unified. the Yeah, so I, maybe I'm doing it to myself. I don't know. But But that's the most interesting part of people's lives that we It is. See. And it's like what you want to see. Taking a shit like <laughs> day 9008 like I feel like when you watch a movie, you don't watch them go to the bathroom unless that's like an important plot point or anything. True. So I would, Very true. I think it's, I mean, are people fake and saying like, this is my life, like, this is what, I just go on to Cabo, like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like coming from you. If you're looking at someone's thing and you're like, this isn't real, then maybe you, that's saying something more about yourself than what's saying about that. Definitely true. Definitely true. These are Definitely my true. <laughs> Social media. Yeah. <clears throat> Word. <laughs> well, how's the film industry treating you? I feel like oh. I haven't seen you since we were planning for, or plotting your while you're last. The film industry is a very complicated thing. It's uh, it's not treating me anything right now. I'm still in school. Um, my ma- finishing up my master's which is very exciting to regards to school because um, just got a really solid draft for my thesis film to, to finish my program very cool it's gonna be a lot of fun you may- oh yeah so yeah you were, you that's were the last time when- I saw you was it really yeah that was last summer when we were like planning your yeah it's been right? a vacation year or six summer. months summer. Yeah. You go, were you there you weren't there no I wasn't there so I got like just five really funny dudes five really funny girls I think you're hilarious I'm sorry you didn't come um, I was, but I was getting like, you were busy. I, I think I asked you when you were busy. No, no, I was, I was getting Dang. people from different groups. So I got Q man from our group and then my roommates already lived there. And then I got like weird, like different kind of film people. I wanted to get like a really interesting I didn't bring much to the table. I was a wet towel. She was kind of just laying there. It's okay. I don't spar very well. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. You had some great insight. I don't remember exactly what it was, but so we had this like, not memorable, awesome... not funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm okay. With well, that. I'll let you read the the script draft, and, be, and you can be like, "Oh, that was that was idea. me." Yeah. Okay. Because it's still very similar to like what we had uh, brainstormed. But um, so we got like ten people in a room, just got a bunch of wine, beer, 
pot, pizza, pizza, and we had like the notepads on the wall and stuff. And we were just like writing down like just funny elements of the story. Funny, like we were trying to do a courtroom comedy, so it was like funny law suits I could be in, like wacky characters. It was so productive. That was like the most productive. Was that story that was helpful? Building. That was like that was like eight meetings what you would normally do if you Ooh. if you would have some like that we got we accomplished so much I'm, I'm really excited for you to read the draft if you want to I do want to read it <clears throat> but anyway so that's really coming along I got uh, two writers right now kind of drafting that up so I can really start pre-production so I gotta they won't let my school won't let me like act in it in a leading role which is that's a bummer but yeah it's a <laughs> shame but their argument is that I still have a lot more to learn about being behind the camera which makes sense so I'm not too butthurt but now I get to start casting, start looking for locations and stuff. Um, we got to cast four sorority girl bachelorette party animals. Uh, one, like, kind of nerdy lawyer. We got to get a judge, a bailiff, and then a centaur stripper. So we got a lot of work to do. Um, but that's coming along great. I um, also have kind of a... I just, I just met with the stunt coordinator of NCIS. Got to go on set the other day. That's um, exciting. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, How does your, so when you're casting for one of your movies, do you try and like, kind of, how do you open it up to, or do you even open it up at all? Yes, definitely. Well, the best is when you're writing something and you're like, oh my God, we need this actress to play Mm -hmm. it. It's like, you can kind of like tailor it around that. To that person. Yeah. Which just makes it so funny. For example, if you want to put yourself in, Mm -hmm. who better to write a part that would best show all of your strengths and everything that you can be able to do, right? So that's a reason, a reason I like to do it so much is because, like, I mean, when I, if I'm, like, making up some random character, it's like, okay, I guess it'll be cool, but, like, yeah. I know I could nail, like, this, like, janitor who, like, does fucking kung fu with the mops and stuff. You know, like, right. yeah, like I, know. I know I have that resource and I could nail it. Um, so, what was I saying? What was I talking about? Oh, so what, I mean... There's, like, all sorts of kind of breakdown services. Like, there's agents, like, all across. I mean, mm-hmm. Louisiana is just a big film town, so film state. Um, so you just, like, for example, my last movie, I had to cast um, girls. You didn't see Promotion. Did I was just about to say that, that I wanted to see that one. Yeah, see Promotion. But I did Having YouTube you one time when I was studying, oh, like, okay. to, like, see what I could find, so. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, we are having a screening uh, at the Big Easy Comedy Film Festival, January 22nd. Both Heartbreak and End Promotion will be screening. Anyone wants to come see. But, so I had to, it was really tough because I had to have girls that were beautiful. I like to put beautiful women in my movies. I'm like, I'm very keen on that. People are into um, that. Beautiful people. Even even guys and girls. Um, so I had to have beautiful babes, great actresses who could like dance, like hip hop dance, like beasts. Um, so that was tough and I was a little worried that like, okay, maybe we don't have the talent pool in the area to get that, but... Um, it's just like a service called like Breakdown Express or something and it's kind of like the Facebook of like actors kind of mm-hmm. it's like you can upload like profile pictures and like reels and stuff and I so I had like hundreds of people submit for the role damn um, yeah yeah for like all four roles so it's like um, it's easy to find people it's very easy okay. yeah 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 um, yeah we're kind of growing do you growing pay them the for this usually uh, it depends on the the budget and the production I paid my last ones um a hundred dollars a day that they kind of say that's like Pretty what good. you should do yeah yeah i mean it was a three-day shoot so yeah it wasn't that bad but i had to pay like a bunch of my actresses um i think i'm slicing down to 50 dollars a day for the next shoot because it's an ensemble cast like i said we got to yeah cast like 11 people so i can't afford to pay them yeah 100 bucks, bucks a day um but so yeah i mean and this this one will be easier to cast because 
like I said, like I have a few actors in mind that like, mm-hmm. oh, like you would nail this. This would be so funny. Um, I'm thinking about putting, just doing a little experiment where I just grab the most famous person I can and put them in there just to like, because I mean, that'll get you more followers, subscriber mm-hmm. outreach. It, it'll just appeal to a wider audience. So I might get uh, Miss Delaware or Sova to uh, be an actress in this next one. Um, we're friends with Mrs. Delaware 2016. Oh. She's very vivacious, very funny, very beautiful. So that's what we're looking for. Um, but yeah, so that project, the thesis project, it's called Working Title right now. It's called The Horse's Ass. Um, just kind of, I mean, I just got like in cahoots with one of the best cinematographers um, that we kind of have in our little social sphere. So that'll be really cool. That's exciting. Um, yeah, I'm like really starting to dive into pre-production and, and like build up our, I mean, our crew and everything like that. So it's going really well from school. From a commercial standpoint, where that's going to provide me the lifestyle that I want to lead and make me lots of money. TBD? TBD. TBFD. But I kind of have a cool idea that my brother was giving me shit about, but I want to start making commercials just like once a month. Mm-hmm. That, that's very tough to do because a production is depending on what it is it's it's complex and it takes usually mm-hmm. takes more than a month but like so I just I just have so many little funny like ideas I like write in my phone and stuff just little like oh this would be a cool short like commercial little sketch something like that and I feel like commercials nowadays one they just suck like how, yeah. many, how many terrible commercials do you see so like I don't think those are made by like filmmakers those are made by like corporate Conglomerate, yeah, like test well, studies the show ones that like aren't funny anymore. You know, like that's some of like, them are great. Some of them are okay, but some of them like these are supposed to be like the best of the best. Like they right. put like all their people on it. I'm like, no, yeah. yeah. So. Are we the target audience for all those commercials though? That's very true. That, that's like, a big part. There's some car commercials. I'm like, wow, I don't want to buy this car, but my mom's like. I love this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like those shitty local ones because that was gonna be. Like an example, I was gonna bring up of awful commercials. Well, I love the Audius Clown. Oh, love it. <laughs> yes. And I, and I know God. funny. <laughs> I'm a clownfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's a question I have. Is are those deliberately awful? Like Greg the Go Auto guy. Have you ever seen those? Uh, yeah, uh, that's You're Greg the like, Go Auto guy. Is that? They they can't think. I mean, that but that's like, good. but here we are. Like, we're talking about it. So, like, did they accomplish what they want? Fuck, Possibly. they got it. They got you. <laughs> like, we're talking about it. So maybe, Fuck. yeah. Okay, well then. So all right, that's definite. Like, it makes me think about it. Mm-hmm. Is that a deliberate decision to be awful and to to have like, I guess you would just say the worst fucking acting ever. I mean, it's a it's an interesting strategy. It worked. <sighs> it's brilliant. Well, no. I just don't want to give them credit. It yeah, worked I know, right? Because it's so bad. <laughs> it worked that we're talking about it, but are we going to go buy auto... I mean, what was it? General... Auto insurance? Yeah. Are we going to change our insurance because we're talking about that commercial? I think advertising theory works to where they know they're not going to like make you that day change your mind and do it, but I think it's like once you have a hesitation mm-hmm. or like once maybe your service goes out... You're like, well, let me just look that up. It's just the first one on your mind. But I will say, though, I have Allstate, and I like that the... You remember the Allstate guy's voice? Mm -hmm. It's so reassuring. It's pretty great. It makes me feel better, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my insurance, so... (sighs) It's such not... Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) And I'm, like, open about how terrible it is, but, like, way to go Allstate. It is. So, 
Well, I think regardless, there's a lot of room for improvement for commercials. Oh, definitely. So, I don't. Who like makes? Maybe you guys can help me with this. Who makes commercials? Because it's not like interesting filmmakery, cool people. It's like I have no idea. That's like a. I have. I know nothing. I mean, I know nothing about the film industry. Like uh-huh. you're like a. I don't. I mean, like. How did they even find you? I don't know. <laughs> Such an enigma to me. That's true. I need to get a website. But, um, so my new, my new idea, so it's kind of weird. It's like a backdoor thing. I'm just going to make the commercial and then try and, like, have a finished product mm-hmm. and be like, here, company A, we have what this do you think dope this? commercial. I'll give it to you for $5,000. And if you don't like it, then maybe I'll give it to your competitors for $5,000. And then we could start a little bit more to kind of drive up the price, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my new scheme. I'm doing one for Chubbies. Um, oh, mm-hmm. the shorts? Mm-hmm. Oh. Really fun one. Been talking about it for a while. I really need to, like... Well, Do my it. choreographer... I called my choreographer, and she was, like, on the ground crying and with, like, crazy back pain and, like, on all kinds of painkillers. So I might have to rehire somebody else. Um, but it's, like, a fun little ballroom skit. Uh, skit. It, should be, it should be really awesome. I'm excited about it. I just got to find new personnel. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just going to, like, Try that out. I think I want to produce commercials because movies are such a huge investment. Well, it seems like for commercials, like, you'd be constantly getting to, you know what I mean? It's like short little projects and, like, how many commercials can you do in a year? A bunch. You do plenty. I mean, that might be, I think that'd be kind of cool. I think it'd be so much fun. And that way you're not kind of stuck on the same project for mm-hmm. so long. You're not, you're like, you could go to exotic, yeah, you're not fun stuck with the same places. People. Exactly. You, you just, you can like do little quick things and it doesn't cost millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And so I guess eventually I could kind of like finagle that into some sort of portfolio and then maybe work for like a bigger company or start my own company or something like that. So it's kind of my current scheme. Right now I'm just trying to produce beautiful, hilarious audiovisual comedy. <laughs> That's how it's going. That's good to hear. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Do you know, have you gotten any closer to realizing what kind of doctor you want to be? Um, right now I'm leaning towards, um, like two ends of the spectrum. I've really, I've, I mean, I've always been interested in OBGYN. Why? I don't know why. Cause I hate children so much. I don't know. I can't explain it to Just you. Just like the grossest vaginas like possible and, and nothing but babies. That's what you're into. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I don't know why. So, but I mean, pregnancy is like know pretty why. cool. You know why? Pregnancy is like a cool thing though. Like you're like growing a human. That's kind of neat. It's like you grow like a whole other organ and like a child. So, a and that's like a very like exciting time in someone's life and you get to be a part of it. It's like a, like, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. That's a good So, answer. and you're like delivering good news a lot and. That's true. People are usually like kind of happy. It's probably a lot better than like neurosurgery. Yeah. Like. But on the other end, I've always been interested in plastic surgery too, which also uh, good news. So yeah. Oh, um, John Boy wants to do plastic surgery. Does he? That, yeah, I feel like he'd be good at that. So, but I don't know. We'll see. I have a long time to figure that out. Yeah, you got like ten years. Yep. So, all the time in the world. Oh, I feel like it's so comforting to have a goal, have something specific that you're working for, though. Like to yeah. know what you want to do. It. I mean, I guess I can see that, but I mean. I guess in your third year, you get to do all, like, the rotations and see so much stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when a lot of people kind of narrow it down more. So I guess until that time, I'm just going to kind of coast a little bit. So, but, yeah, it's been interesting so far. We've seen a lot of, a lot of stuff, so. Yeah. I just feel but so yeah. bad for you up there. Sure it's kind of lonely. I really miss it down here. Aww, it is. We miss you. Yeah. So, but I'll be back eventually. I'm not going to be there forever. Are there times that we can visit? 
Would you want to? <laughs> no. Exactly. I just want, I you, I just want you to know that I'm putting kind of thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, like maybe. No, it's not. Well, I did. My boyfriend lives in Monroe like half the time. Like he works up there a lot. And Monroe is like an hour from Shreveport. And I've come to learn Monroe is actually kind of a cool place. Really? Yes. So they have like an interesting crowd there. So Go on. I mean, you know, there's like a fun, fun nightlife, you know. Don't they all have hilariously southern accents? Does your boyfriend have a crazy southern accent? He doesn't have a crazy southern accent, but some people up there definitely do. So, but yeah, I've been enjoying Monroe. And Shreveport actually has a weird nightlife, too. There's a lot of casinos in Shreveport. Hmm. So, a lot of clubs, too, which you wouldn't expect, but a lot of people like to go to the club. Miguel likes so. to go to the club. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> Are we coming? We're going out with us tonight? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Look how much time, are you graduating in May? I am. That's exciting. Yep. That's like in not that long. Yeah, about five months. Like five months. Five. Yeah. Yeah. This will be two years coming. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. craziness. Yeah. All the time flies. So, not much longer until I need to get everything together. I was saying that in uh, high school. Right, so was I, and then I was like, all right, well, college, I'll figure it out then. And after college, I was like, all right, well, I'll figure it out. Right. And then, In grad school. <laughs> so. Back to school? Maybe. I don't know. I, really? <laughs> I love it. Okay, I love so it. what. Travel. No. I mean, when we went backpacking towards the end of the trip, I was thinking, man, I kind of miss home. I've never been homesick before. And so that's kind of when I decided, you know, I'm going to stay in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Forever. Yeah. Five oh four indefinitely. Five oh four forever. I'm probably saw it in a shirt, so don't give me credit for it. <laughs> it's on a bumper sticker. But I just I feel like I'm more creative than when I'm studying. Mm-hmm. So perhaps more school for something. Doctorate. Not necessarily, but maybe a different path. Something um, where I can I can make things. Yeah. Perhaps computers or. Huh. I think people think like create, oh, I have a creative job that it just has to be like artistry kind of stuff. But I think creativity is so important in just every single freaking sphere of work that you could be in. Like, like you would be such a creative boss. Like you should be in charge of a bunch of people because you could get people psyched up about work and you could figure out fun, interesting ways to like switch up the day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, healthcare administration now. I mean, it's it's interesting in itself. Don't get me wrong, and I'll, if I stick with that, I'll certainly have an enjoyable career. But who am I to to keep all this bottled inside? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. But mostly, I just need to pay off my student loans. <laughs> so, oh yeah, about it that. It always comes in. <laughs> you gotta eat food and pay rent. Or a mortgage. Damn it. Yeah. Which is the same thing as rent condo, but... I was having a weird thought how, like, how funny it is how, like, money isn't really real at all. I say that all the time whenever I get my credit card, but I'm like, this isn't real. But it's kind of not. It's not true. Because <laughs> at the very bottom, and Miguel's like a beast. Let's get into this because Miguel knows more about the economy than... Anyone else? Us combined. Yes. <laughs> but like, so we all know that money is no longer backed by like gold. Right? right. That used to be a thing. Which, even if it were, gold is a shiny rock. That like is, what gives it value? I've always wondered that. Well, it used to be valuable because it was like malleable. Mm-hmm. It was shiny, Portable. And it was rare, I think. 
I don't even know. I honestly, something, somewhere in that. So it's a shiny rock. Oh, like, the, the, our, our cotton money that we print is backed by a shiny rock. Okay, good. That, like, gives us value. No, it doesn't. So now, now it's not backed by anything at all. And you get, like, everything is basically just on, like, digitized now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like your credit card bill you see on your phone and it's numbers. And then you get your numbers from wherever you get, a different account from a job or whatever. And then it goes into this account and then that number goes away. And, like, credit is all about we'll pay for it now, you pay us back later. So it's like con- you're constantly, like, passing the buck, kind of. Mm-hmm. And there's never any real, like, wealth or, like, anything of intrinsic value, like, going anywhere. It's all just, like, a big fucking... Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly. I mean, I've definitely thought about it before. Like, what like what gives this value? You know what I mean? And, like, you're in... Or, I mean, maybe. people who Someone who's in med school is in debt right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're going to be making, like billions of dollars later so it's like are they in debt and it's almost like does it matter if they were not in debt now you know what i mean it's like what's going on here miguel (laughs) well i mean i don't think it's nothing it's not nothing if you don't pay those bills then the credit card company will send you to debt collections and so your credit score is going to go down or people are going to come knocking on your door and say give me you know something of well, no, I understand that. I think the more philosophical thing that gets me is I'm like, what actually gives this dollar value? You know what I mean? Like, because you're right about the, the thing about gold. Like, you know, like what, like what makes gold valuable? Because like we all say it's valuable. Boom. That's exactly like, what it is. is. You know? Because like how else do you run society? I guess you kind of have to like assign a certain amount of, of like social monetary value to like a certain everything is like a social construct yeah it is because like how else can we run a society this big well so back in the day before there were dollar bills and things you go to the store or someone say hey i'll trade you this chicken for <laughs> for that for that <laughs> coat you made which is an easy trade like how many chickens equal how many coats you know arbitrary but, but if you want to trade for a sculpture how many chickens is that how many sculptures are worth how many coats Picture's worth a thousand words. So how much is a sculpture worth? I'm just looking at this, this sculpture right here, but... Of our sick fucking line. So that's kind of why maybe a dollar is made, because you can put one value to this and make everything... Based off of that. Right. Right, but... So it's easier than trading chickens. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many how big your pockets are, but yeah. I can't put peeps in mind. I mean, skinny jeans these days. It's like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way. I mean, and I get that, but isn't it just kind of wacky that like, it's there's strange. no inherent value in anything. But if I give someone, if I swipe a card and they give me food, I have value in the food, so I get something out of it. Right, well, that's an asset. I think that like makes sense. And then having the ability to get other things, a utility... Mm-hmm. But you're you're giving that away at the end of the day for the things you purchased, so you're losing your assets. So you're giving up ability to buy something once you've purchased it. So you are losing stuff. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think econ- economy. Why do you say it? Econ- economics. It's like aren't even like the best, the top economicists 
they have like have no Economist? fucking idea. Economists, so they kind of have like no clue what the hell's going on. I wouldn't say that. I thought that's what I had heard. It's like because it's based on economics is based on like what he, rational human behavior would be, but we know that human behavior is far from rational. Yeah, that's true. So there's a good example. I think we've talked about this a bunch of times when the housing bubble popped back in like 2008. Mm-hmm. So what it boiled down to, everyone was like, oh, this house is worth so much money because the market says it is. Right. And that's where the problem was. The market wasn't really showing what it was worth. People just thought that's what it was because there was some shady stuff going on, which we don't have time to go into the details. But I got, I got some time. I mean, y'all are like have completely lost me just because this is exactly why I went to medical school. So I was like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Like, um, so basically, like 2008-2009. Is this the big short? Is that? It's the, okay. it's just yeah. the story of the big short. Didn't see that. Didn't want to. I didn't see it either. What? I was like, well, it's just not, what? Inter- it's not what? interesting what? to me. Brad you didn't want to see it? You didn't see it? He's didn't interesting to me. Yet. Brad Pitt's not in it, is he? Brad Pitt's in the big short with Christian Bale. Christian Christian Bale. With uh, Jeremy Renner. I, I watched it, I know. I, Brad, Brad Pitt produced The Big Short, Miguel. Well, you should check it out because it's a sweet movie. I should, I would like to. It won Best Picture, didn't it? No, no. It was, it's listed under it comedy on Netflix, which I always thought was interesting. Because I was like, this doesn't funny? seem very funny. It's funny. It's definitely funny. Well, then, like a dark humor? No. An no. ironic humor, perhaps. And it's also it's directed really uniquely. Huh. You know who directed it? No. Brad Pitt? No. I'm just kidding. Was it you? <laughs> it... I don't think it was. No, it was uh, Adam McKay. The guy who, who does all the Will Ferrell movies, like Step Brothers, Talladega oh, Nights. That's like, surprising. Yeah. So it was like a big kind of gamble they were taking, but he's so talented. He's, he's brilliant. But anyway, continue. Um, so people normally buy houses. They you know, go to the bank, get a loan for it. But someone figured out there's no regulation on it. So if someone comes to you saying, hey, I'd like to buy this house, just... Here you go. Here's all the money for it. Um, we'll give it to you. Mm. And you can pay us back over time. So instead of paying back, you know, whatever percentage of it was each month, they paid off the interest first, which took, you know, maybe five years. Pay off a small amount. But once that was finished, they started paying monstrous amounts of money. Hmm. And so people couldn't afford the houses. So after that five-year period, they had to foreclose on their houses. And so if everyone does that, then... So if everyone does that and houses are going up, like, oh... Everyone's buying houses, property value is going up because other people are buying it. That's when you start to think, market's market's great, I'll buy as much as I can. Hmm. But um, to go even further, the banks would then sell that mortgage to a bigger bank because everyone was buying them. And so within that five-year time period... Passing the buck. Right. uh, I think, I forgot what country it was. It might have been Iceland bought like a bunch of... Stop. And that's where it gets crazy when you start thinking about international markets. That gets wacky. Sorry. Um, anyway, once that five-year period was up, everyone was fucked. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what happened. That's so bizarre. Mm-mm. And there's some higher-up stuff with, like, grading the bonds that were being sold, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on it. And I, I won't pretend like I have any idea what that means. Yeah, me neither. Aren't we, aren't we like... Eight trillion dollars in debt. <laughs> That's another fucking thing. Where you? How can you say the American dollar me, uh, means anything when we're trillions of dollars in debt? You can't. 
you don't invest in relationships. Michael? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm doing that right now, am I not? You are. Michael had a great quote that he himself wrote. No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. What? It was a great quote. Was it Five or Forever? (laughs) Yes. I already (laughs) said I did not take credit for that one. (laughs) No, it was... It was the story of the person who asked, what if we invest all our money in our people and they leave? And then this, the wise old boss says, what if we don't and they stay? Oh. Mm. Delicious. Delicious thinking. <laughs> it's wacky, man. It's like... It's like, if, what if, like... What if like the world just goes in like this crazy war and like revolutions and shit happens? It's like it's not gonna matter if your your little number on your screen is high or not. You know what I mean? It's gonna matter if you have a bunch of rifles and guns and stuff because the zombie apocalypse and stuff. But like, you need what do you need? A house? You need good food? There's chickens. You got chickens. <laughs> it is chickens, dude. We got it. We should go back to chickens. Okay. Well, back at Hyacinth, I'm, I'm gonna start paying people in oh chickens from now on. We were gonna have a chicken coop at Hyacinth. I remember that. Q man, just were y'all really? Yeah. I think yeah. that's wasn't that against the neighborhood code. You can have you can have really quiet ones. How what defines it? How do you okay? Well, well there's the chickens that are like. <laughs> there's one that is like Coo. but is it like a, is it like a breed thing or is it like a personality between I don't know I don't know yeah, well, you, you, got, you got to screen them before there's a lot of things I don't know so, screen the chickens yeah. so chicken number one what, what are your thoughts on politics <laughs> and if he, if he goes off you say that's enough okay. thank you this sir, isn't gonna work out sir like okay thanks why do y'all get chickens dude think about it I mean they smell like shit eggs but I eat yeah. eggs every single day I eat eggs every single day and if you had a chicken those eggs would be free but like how many plus one thing? That'd be free range chickens. Love that. Bless that. But we just never built. The like coast. it. Love it. Gotta, Gotta have it. it. Oh you could have. You you would just. I mean, come on. Eggs are like what? Forty cents a piece, maybe. Right now. Mm. Are they free range? I don't know. What, is a, free, what is a free? Oh, it's a chicken that can roll around and eat. In Rome. Group group. In Rome? Wants, in Rome, right? the chickens can roam. Chickens oh, from it's Rome? A Roman chicken. Yeah. That's what <laughs> A free Roman chicken. chicken. Chickens from the uh, southeast Italy. Okay, That's right, it. yeah. Lauren, what do you think is the meaning of life? The meaning of life? To quote Beyonce, to be happy. You can't I'll, argue with that. I'll buy. I mean, Beyonce is Jesus, so. Wait, what did y'all need to get a woman's opinion on? It was like, like, gender equality and like other oh. lame stuff. I don't I'm know into that. I'm, about. <laughs> I'm out. You're out. <laughs> Meaning of life to be happy. So it's something that has to be personally defined. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Do you think human beings are more important than dolphins? I hate this question. I took ethics and that this was important. Oh, you took dolphin ethics? I did. I did take dolphin ethics at LSU. Um, we have a dolphin friend. So. <laughs> um, at the end of the day... Uh, beginning. Oh, jeez. I'm such an animal lover, you know? Well, dude, I feel like... But if it came down to it and they're like, Lauren, it's between Max and this dolphin. Like, one of them can live. I'm like, 
obviously I'm going to choose the human. Dolphin. Well, depending on who the human is, though, that's important. Well, that's another If it's thing. something that, like, really sucks, then, like, I'm going to pick Sometimes I wonder how could this one just asshole be more significant in the grand scheme of things than, like, or if the it was, best like, dog. my dog. Know. Like, if it was my dog, it's like, mm. I think you got to think of humans as another species of primate. I don't know if we're that. It is a fucking sliding <laughs> scale. I don't know if I buy that just because we are conscious, whatever that means. We're like, we're more intrinsically valuable we're to, like to anything. We're like gold. We're like, we're yeah. shiny and we're cute. But like. But I, I will ask you what my ethics professor did ask. And it was, if you're in a burning building and you have to choose between an encephalic infant. Are you familiar with that? An encephalic infant. Yeah, it's like, they basically can't feel any pain. It's like spinal cord, no brain stem situation. But like, can't feel also, any pain. But they also, like, probably can't do a bunch of other stuff. They can't do anything. It's, oh. it's, you're just there. But it's alive. It's an infant. Is it alive? Come back to that. So you have that, a test tube of an artificially inseminated embryo. <laughs> what a building! <laughs> and a dog. And you can save one. All equally within distance. Yes, yeah, so you can only yada, pick yada, one yada. thing. So test tube baby, which is like still in a tube. In a what? Antifolic in infant, a tube. In a tube. And then a dog. Which one would you pick? So with the, the thing in a tube, is it just going to eventually turn into a baby it could, by it itself? It could. No, you'd have to like put it, like turkey baste it to a, <laughs> you know? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Okay. I forgot that's how babies are made. Yeah. <laughs> are there any repercussions? No, you just have to pick one. And there's no, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. It's just everyone has yeah. different opinions on it. And our entire class did. It was, got a little bit heated. I bet. Well, yeah. It's juicy as fuck. It was very, it was, it was a very touchy subject, but. I, I would go. Oh. See? But yeah, it's, it's tough. <sighs> well, here's the thing. If you switch the dog with like a beetle. I would go encephalic infant. Am I going to hell? What kind of dog is it? Because I love dogs. I chose the dog, and the professor called me. He said, Lauren. And I was the first one called him. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> he was like, what would you choose? And I said, the dog. And he said, let me tell you why you chose the dog. And I was like, why? And he said, because out of all those things, the dog is the only thing there that can feel pain. And it's in a fire. And I was like, that makes me feel better about myself. So... That's good. That's a good answer. I just love dogs. I love dogs too. But if you twist it with a beetle, yeah, that'd be a different, I don't know. Fuck beetles. Do beetles still pain? <laughs> Fuck I have beetles. No idea. I hope so. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel, what would you pick? I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. That encephalic baby would die eventually anyway. Like, that can't be alive for that long. Google it next time. It's, it's pretty sad. Um, but it does happen. It does happen. So, but no, they don't. Dog. They live for, like, I don't know, I think maybe hours. What did other people say? Oh, well, no, Miguel, sorry. They only live for hours? In some cases, yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not, it's not going to be viable. Like, they're not even, most of them, like, aren't even human looking. Oh we saw one in Anatomy Lab. It's really sad. Like, some of them just don't even have a head, so... Yeah, wow. yeah. So it's the, really sad. The non-moral part of me says, which is going to produce the most for society? Good answer or good instinct. I mean, so it would either be the dog or the test tube if the baby's not going to make it. Oh gosh. See, it's yeah. tough. But is that is that baby going to inspire someone to do something? I don't, I don't know. know. Or is the is dog going to run it after a like, truck rape and, and kill a bunch of people? The dog's not. 
What, <laughs> what kind of dog is it? You know, is it? Eh, it doesn't matter. Don't be specious, Miguel. Um, what the test tube baby? What uh, you guys are looking at me like I have answers about this. You know as much as I do at this well, point. You know who who provided the just an egg and a sperm. You know did, did I provide the egg and the sperm? No. Well, not the it's egg. Just there, but I'm just. This is there in the burning building. So it could be is Brad Pitt. White guy's murmur. Oh my god! <laughs> the percentages are equal to the population. Okay. It's like a it it the the male sperm donor is the exact average of of like all the ethnicities of the population. No, the chances of it being a certain race are equivalent to what we have in the U.S. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going dog, but I'm I'm gonna feel pretty bad about myself. Wow. Bioethics, interesting class. I bet, dude. Yeah. I love all that shit. I know it was an interesting class. It really was, because I mean that's all it was was just like this like constant just like wave Conundrums. of like. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure, you probably talked about like organ donations and. We did. We talked about organ donations. We talked a lot about patient autonomy. You know, like what like. For you versus your doctor, like who gets the final say? What universe is your doctor? No, no, like who gets the final say and oh, like decisions? Yeah, you versus your doctor. Versus your doctor. Oh, Sorry, yeah. you do, dude. I don't know who was telling me about this, but it was. But like, do I? Like, don't you want to take some responsibility? I'm for... sorry. By you, I meant. Oh yeah, the patient. sorry. You're not a doctor yet, Lauren. Take oh, it yeah, easy. Right. One sure. semester down. Um, I heard about a patient who had a DNR, a do not resuscitate mm-hmm. um, request or whatever, and she like coded. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. And then the doctor didn't realize and, and like, brought her back. And then she was alive for, like, months after. Hospital bills racking up, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. After, so she, like, sued. Right. And it's like, oh. But God. to kind of play devil's advocate to your question, you said, like, the person does. What if it's your, like, and we actually experienced this um, in our first semester. Um, if it's a patient, let's get a child and they need like a blood transfusion and their parents belong to a religious organization that doesn't believe in that, but that's going to save the kid. <gasps> like, what do you do? The parent is the one who decides until they're 18. <sighs> Legally. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Cause so, the, kid, the kid's going to grow up and think, no, that kid's going to die. Same, I mean, had they not needed the, right. the blood, they would probably grow up with the same way their parents were thinking, which is oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Like frustrating. we were both raised, Catholic, yeah. Yet I don't participate or practice, just because I was raised this way. Oh, you have to believe in this. You don't practice Catholicism. That's like a funny, <laughs> like image. Like a bunch of people showing up for practice, Catholicism practice, like doing push-ups and like wearing jerseys and stuff. Um, but right, no. There, there are families that yeah. let their child die rather than get have like a, a blood, blood transfusion, transfusion or like an organ donation or any, you know. Stuff like that. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the most common thing, but it's definitely happened. What the fuck? Why do Catholics not want people to bone? I think, like, I I had a very interesting religious upbringing in the sense that I didn't have one. Like, Mm -hmm. my parents, like, we just didn't do that. So. What did you, you guys must have had rituals? No. Nope. Just sat around they sent us about to luxury wine. sweaters all day. Yeah. Cashmere. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. No, they sent us to the pretty, 
I mean, I remember having my little, like, kid Bible, but I can honestly, I've never been to church with my parents. Like, we just didn't do that. My parents traveled a lot for work when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. So, that just wasn't something That's why you would find yourself in college dorm rooms. <laughs> <laughs> <Just like being laughs> it up. Seriously, though, they would just kind of, like, leave me all the time. Um, but... I, you so like my like a fucking beast. <laughs> but my like experience with religion was always kind of like outside looking in because like obviously like Southern Louisiana like I had like religious friends, but mm-hmm. I was always like, what are y'all doing? Like it was strange to I me. Bet that was very bizarre. It was because and even to this day I'm like, why do y'all do that? But it's like, well, you know, this is why. And I'm like, that's not a good reason. That's not a good reason. <laughs> a reason to say why something is just because that's the way it is. I don't fucking buy that anymore. I'm out. Yeah. I don't do it. So I do it. That's a lot of religion. I don't want to hate on people, but it's definitely very comforting to continue a ritual or... No, it is, and I don't... It's easy, and it's comforting, yes. I wouldn't say easy. I think it's much easier to, like, not ask the big questions, just... Just stand in line, eat my my little Jesus treat, and, like, everything's gonna be okay (laughs) when I die. A big breakthrough I recently had was, like, I think very, very religious people are scared of death. I think it's like they that big the the one question that no one knows the answer to what happens next right? Mm-hmm. If there's someone who can say, "Well, we have the answer," like everything will be cool, just like do what we tell you to do and everything will be all right, then that's very comforting and easy to do. But like, I don't know if I can buy that, dude. I think about it a lot. I think about it every day. Yeah. So, and I'm not to say that I don't believe in God, but I definitely am like mm, maybe. Well, so, no, but it's like I mean, no it's something dude interesting. with a beard sitting in a throne in the clouds. I don't know. I mean, there might be, but I like. But it does like I like I to have people that you can like be like. Let's like talk about this because a lot of people are like, oh hell no, like you I know talk everything, about it, right? and I'm like, oh Jesus, all right. And when they so, can't talk about it, yeah, it's, it's like, like you're a drag. You probably almost, don't drink either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they can't ask those because it's so easy to ask those penetrating questions right to like a really religious catholic let's say it's like okay well what about someone who lives in mongolia who's never even heard of jesus christ what happens when they die do they go to hell do they go to purgatory and have to do go to catholicism practice and like (laughs) like swag up and they get there it's like can you do that can you swag up from purgatory that's I the think point so. Of I think that's the right? point. Yeah, you have to like do like some. I bet you that's a good skit. There's there's a good skit. I thought it was you had to get people had to pray for you. I remember thinking I need to make so many friends so that if I go to purgatory they'll pray for me. Oh, I thought you could like right. like think work about your way what off. the mind of a child like what that does like you think about that kind of shit and you Rules get scared of you get scared of of like bodies and like and like boobs and stuff and you feel you like shut off like this like really primal part of your existence, which is to. Make love. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but it is. It's like, why do they not want you doing that? I, I was like, okay, maybe it's an attempt at population control. But but then John Boy was like, well, wouldn't an organization want more members? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But not if there was what they thought would be scarce resources. And I could just be talking out of my ass, but like, didn't priests used to be able to bang and I think they were just banging way too much because they were the the only people who could translate the word of God. That's quite a quite a line to drop at a party, right? That's gonna get you some <laughs> some attention. So I think they were like just banging, banging, and the the church was finally was like, whoa, 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 we need to stop. And so then they just started doing little boys, and then those little oh, boys geez. started to become priests. 
I don't are we know. gonna ignore that whole fucking thing? I did see Spotlight. Didn't see the big short, but I did see Spotlight. I heard Spotlight was eye-opening. I need to watch so many movies. But I hate to be the person that I'm like, oh, I saw that one film and now I like knew everything about that subject. Because I mean, it was a movie and it was like an Oscar winner. So like, there was definitely Fuck some like... the Oscars. But you can still have a perspective. And like, right. something I need to preface like every single podcast episode is like, I am a fucking dumbass and I don't know shit. I'm just a little kid who's trying to fucking figure everything out. So that said... Let's try and figure it out. T- talk about your what happened with Spotlight. With Spotlight? I mean, it's basically what you just said. I mean, it put the Catholic Church into this horrible light, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, they were covering this terrible thing up and they'd been doing it for years and, you know, people were dispersing under the rug. Mm-hmm. So, and you walked away from it and you're like, wow, like Catholicism sucks. But then it's like, <laughs> okay, like, no, it doesn't. Like, the you know, obviously, like, the Catholic Church has done some amazing things for this country and, like, you know, they're. They've done some bad things too, like every religious, you know, there's some good and some bad in all of it. But there's a lot of bad. Yeah. There's a lot of good. There is, but, but I think that the problem, like with religious organizations, it's like so easy to blame the organization as a whole, but like mm-hmm. you don't consider like the individual people that belong to that organization. Yeah. Like I know some amazing people that are Catholic, like the True, most of like, course. exactly, like most like gracious people, like so giving. And that's like what I think it's supposed to all be about. But then I think movies like Spotlight, it's like, nah, like, you know. Screw that church. So. Well, that's where you should blame the organization, right? Right. But what is an organization? It's people that make it up. So. It's fucking true, man. And how old is the organization? How many thousands of years? If I played telephone, you know, I'm going to tell you. This Here's what Jesus says is cool. Well, not just that, but maybe over time <laughs> they've lost really their purpose or their their values and things Hashtag have certainly the changed. Crusades. <laughs> But things have, you know, likely changed since their beginnings. Yeah. Somebody said something so effed up to me. It was like, the Roman Catholic Church is the most successful business on the planet. Think about all of those basilicas and churches and how many, like, billions and billions of dollars that the, the Catholic Church is worth. And you can't they, tax their property, I don't think, either. Uh-uh. So I think They have their own country inside <laughs> of another country. Whoa. Yeah. A lot of real estate. A lot of real estate, a lot of subscribers, a lot of assets. Pretty wacky. I, I like Buddhism. My mom's pretty into Buddhism. That, I grew up learning, and I think the most interesting thing that I, I have learned from Buddhism... Is that, you know, like, whenever I get, like, my head, like, into these really philosophical questions and people get arguing about it. I read one time, um, I can't remember what monk wrote the book, but, you know, it was something that the Buddha taught. And he said that, say, for instance, like, you got shot by, like, a poison dart. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Like, first thing, like, you get shot by a dart, like, what are you going to do? Exactly. Like, are you going to look around and be like, like, try to have, like, who shot this at me? Like, what kind of poison is it? I'd probably look to see who shot at me. But, like, would sense. you? Like, is that, like, the first thing you're going to do? Is, I like, get smoked really... by a dart unless it's got a tag on it that says poison. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, what the fuck? And look around. Okay, well, imagine this. Say, like, you get brought to the hospital for it. Okay. Like, say you just get shot. You get brought to the hospital. Like, before that doctor takes the bullet out, like, you're dying. Like, are you going to be like, well, hold on, doc. Like, before you do that, like... I need to know, like, who shot me, like, what kind of bullet is it, like, you know, like, what kind of gunpowder we're working with here, what kind of gun was it? No, like, you're not going to be asking all these questions, you're just going to want to fix exactly, like, in that moment, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And, like, isn't that what we're supposed to do as humans? Like, you're put on the earth, you have, like, a certain amount of years, like, you're supposed to be fixing, like, all the immediate problems, and, like, don't worry about the big stuff. And so the Buddha would tell you what you're put here to do, it's, like, ease everyone else's suffering. 
and that's what you're supposed to be doing right now so like don't waste your time thinking about things you're not going to answer just try and make the world a better place what if it's you and all your friends and you're trying to find the attacker to spare your friends (laughs) sacrifice yourself for the greater good of the group maybe Maybe. why is there two you know dissect this metaphor why are people why who's shooting poisonous darts you would probably want to go maybe possibly give him a nuggy <laughs> and then that's what I'm talking to 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 prevent you know further further, further harm I like that's something very it's something that's uh, that's what I tell myself no like, breakthrough doesn't matter. I've had it doesn't like, matter sometimes I think all of like everyone I know and everything I've ever experienced is just a construction that's like total like Westworld kind of thing just designed to teach me like just that like mm-hmm. everything everyone ever says or does or everything I've ever learned it's like kind of just pointing to like the f- importance of living in the moment mm-hmm. and like and like helping right right and of course I forget those lessons every <laughs> if there's a thousand moments in the day there's 999 moments where I'm not doing that but like yeah I mean and Buddhism the cool thing about that is it's not a religion Mm-mm, it's a it's philosophy. Not like, yeah, it's it's like a spiritual. Thing. So I, I'm not religious. People ask me, I'm, I, but I'm very spiritual. Like I meditate. I, I think about these big questions all the time. And so if I had to like gravitate towards some kind of ideology, which I'm averse to putting things into boxes like that, but yeah, I love the Buddhist kind of tradition or mm-hmm. thing that you could say. It's like maybe like this is heaven right now. Like, this beautiful moment that we're a part of Mm. spending this time with these loved ones with our good health and our our positive attitudes and our education and our Mm -hmm. full bellies like like this moment right now this is like this is it you know and I've had some crazy mushroom trips (laughs) 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 that have uh, pointed to several of these discoveries you ever no, done mushrooms? Never. I've never done mushrooms before. I think you would fucking <laughs> love mushrooms. I think everyone should do mushrooms. I don't even really like smoking weed that much, honestly. I really don't. I like doing it. I just but love not alcohol much. so much. Why? I just, I don't know. Like, it's like such a relaxing thing for me. Just like, have a drink. It is. And it's, it's such an accessible thing, too. Like, I don't have to worry about, you know, like, yeah. ooh, getting drug tested. Right. So. I mean, alcohol, it's like the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of bad. <laughs> um, I guess I don't think alcohol, for me personally, doesn't really connect me to the infinite con- interconnectivity. No, of, it definitely pulls me away from it. But sometimes <sighs> I think I need that. <laughs> Yin and yang, baby. Yeah. That's wild. What do you think, Miguel? What are your thoughts about all this existence, all this life stuff? What's going on? I'm here, right? Are you? Yeah, I think I'm I'm here right now. What is what is you and where's here? What this random collection of atoms that doesn't even know that they're you is here? This might not answer the question per se, <laughs> but so you see how you watch a YouTube video and it's some cat jumps off some hilarious object and lands. You're like, wow, I can't believe that someone caught that on video, mm-hmm. right? But it's how many of those things have happened before that just weren't caught on video? Probably an an infinite number more than we actually see. And so I'm here right now. Like what had to happen like 
so many perfect little things for me to be in this seat at this very moment. Dude, think about all of your ancestors that all got lucky. And think about how create like you. There's probably some weird stories. I like to think that when you die, you get to know everything. Wouldn't that be cool if you just like any question you ever had about anything or any like just random phenomenon or anything, any like moment in history you could go see? I think that'd be so cool. But like, think about your great 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 grandfather and like him cheating on his wife with like a pig, and then that pig was actually like. Another something, you know, like <laughs> just all of the where the. Bet you there's some family stories. Am I a descendant of the pig or of the cheated on wife? The pig was actually a wife, but not your great 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 grandfather's wife. But which is my grand great 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 grandma? The pig or the wife? The pig is the wife. I was just being goofy. I'm and just I was just demonstrating how bizarre. Like I bet you there is like. Some sort of, like there's definitely rape in your in your family history. Oh, gosh, right? Maybe like that's... in the Viking times or or anything like you know what I mean? Like Ooh. chances are, right? Well, I mean, you could say rape toads rape each other. That's how they like. I guess a toad reduce. doesn't consent. It doesn't look like it. I've seen Planet Earth. Those poor lady frogs. <laughs> I know dude. those poor lady ducks on the pond at LSU. Oh my gosh! I never saw that. Oh my gosh. Oh. Dude. Look out the window nature? every morning, living on the road. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. Damn not, nature. Not romantic. Not romantic Damn at all. Damn nature, you scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though, man. Oh. Do you think consciousness is a hindrance on our evolution and maybe it would be more easily understood phrased like kind of prime directive of every other species on the planet is to just survive right and survive the the ultimate test of intelligence of a species would be its ability to to have survived up to this point right I mean technically like you can talk about intelligence like oh like I know a squared plus b squared equals c squared but if I haven't figured out a way for me to protect myself and not pass on my genome, then I die, mm-hmm. and my species is more likely to go extinct. Whereas opposed to like mosquitoes, been around, figured out how to like survive for like millions of years. I don't know. So consciousness, like being aware of all this, is that does that get in the way, and is it more important to to survive biologically to evolve to pass on our genomes or is it more important to like but I think I'm confused by your consciousness like do you mean like our awareness of our mortality like just other animals obviously don't have that as far as we know yeah as far as we know no just we just like are more aware of like what's going on of what we are kind of we have self-awareness yeah I mean I don't know that's an I mean that's something I've actually never thought about before like how in terms of evolution um well like let me ask you this, or pose this. Some of my friends have seen um, the lifestyle led by um, these two gay guys. They have like this dope life. They just they're wealthy as hell. Uh-huh. They have no kids. They just travel all the time. They spoil the shit out of their nieces and their nephews, mm-hmm. and like, but they have no kids and stuff. So they're not so. 
Oops! We'll have to go back and center that out. Um, But that person is considering living a life without raising children. Why? Because he's conscious. He's aware. Yeah. Oh, he's aware of the this like potentiality of happiness. Because, like you said, what's Mm -hmm. the meaning of life? To be happy. Mm -hmm. So, like, what if being happy means not having children? Then are you going against your prime directive? I, I mean, I have no problem with people. Just I, I know plenty of people that have made the decision not to have children, and that I think that they are, you know, that was the right decision for them. Plus, that it's, sometimes the people, the reasons people decide to have children, I'm like, that's a horrible reason. Like, I think a lot of it's like narcissism more than anything. Right? That's out there. That's got to be out there. I and then a lot a of it's like, well, who's going to take it. care of me when I'm old? I'm like, that's a terrible reason to have kids. What? Is it though? Like, yes. You need someone to take care of you when you get old. You do. You, you definitely do. But if do. you're like, if I'm not you give, advocating it. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I just started yelling at you and I, I'm yelling at the person who also said this, which is such a stupid reason. But it's yeah. like, if you are a good person that gives, you will receive. Like, you don't yeah. have to build creatures that will like have to take care of you you know what I mean but no I think there's so many stupid reasons to have kids like that but also it's one of those things where it's like don't knock it till you try it but obviously with children it's like whoa that's a huge risk because it's yeah. like how do you how are you going to know that not having kids is a bad decision for you hey happy fifth birthday Susie <laughs> this isn't working I'm kinda... <laughs> we're going to have to let you go yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know I mean I definitely you want to have kids? I might, but that's the thing. I might. Like, I think if I married, like, I can see myself marrying, like, an older gentleman and him being like, I'm interested. And I'm like, great. That's fine. You're like, interested? Wait, no, what? like, like if I married, like, an older, an older man and he was like, I don't want to have daddy. children. Yeah, pretty much. But like, so you can have more I'm going to be wealthy too. Right. Um, <laughs> that is true. We're talking to a future doctor. <laughs> but if he was like, I'm not interested in having children. Like, I really want to travel. I think I could be like, that's fine. Like, I don't really like kids that much. Great. But then I think if I also married a man who was like, I really want to have kids. Like, I'm enthusiastic about this. Like, I really want to help raise them. I'm going to do my part. And I'm like, great. Basically, I don't want to get stuck in it by myself because, like, that sounds like a drag. It sounds like the worst. Oh, my God. Absolutely the worst. So. We should have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. So. But also, I think my mom, like, because she was such, like, a career person. And my parents, like, every summer, they're like, get the fuck out. Like, six-week summer camp. Bye. So. Which could wasn't bad for me arguably be a mutually beneficial i think it was for both camps so i don't know having kids that's like such a mm, i don't that's know that's a, a wackadoo but see i can't see you not having kids i want to have lots of kids right see like yeah and same for miguel like miguel, yeah, has miguel to what have are your kids. thoughts sorry patch is coming in town and he was texting me a whole bunch mm-hmm. so i want to make sure that he knows the drill Give him a call. yeah i'll just well do you want to have kids and how many real quick me yeah i, I don't know i have I'll get to Pash later. Yeah, fuck Pash. Um, so my, I come from a very large family. One side, my mom is one of four. My dad's one of nine. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm used to having big families, but I'm not particularly close with any of my cousins mm-hmm. more than other ones. So I don't know. You know, did I super enjoy not having the super close relatives that were about my age? What if they sucked? I don't know. Well, you're talking about having multiple kids. Right, so like... We're just talking about having... Do you want to have one kid? I don't know. That's... Huh. I, I, like, I don't want to say it could go either way. I remember years ago when I was living with Pash, I woke up one morning and said, Huh, I think I want to adopt a kid. That's Which wonderful. I don't think they would have let me do by myself. 
Which is, which is weird. Who the is ado- the adoption people. If you don't have a criminal record, you make a good amount of money, there's plenty of kids that need adopting. They would definitely let you adopt one. I don't know. I don't think they would. I don't think they Isn't would. Like a... It's very, very, like, yeah, they're very You can't just you. roll into the you store. Can. And it takes <laughs> years, too. How did, how did Daddy Warbucks adopt Annie? Wasn't he single? <laughs> so many great questions. <laughs> not to go off topic, but it seems a little... Yeah. I, and I am bald, too, so... Huh. But you're a good bald. I'm saying Daddy Warbucks was bald. Oh, I see. Wasn't he? It's been a while since I've Haven't watched. seen Annie in a while. It's interesting you bring up the adoption thing. I feel like I feel like I want to adopt as well. Well, like people always get mad at me. I I want to get a Rhodesian Ridgeback dog, and then people get mad at me. It's like, oh, why would you get a bred dog when there's like so many dogs that need homes? But it's like, do I have to adopt a kid? Can I have my own kid? You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's kind of where I go with that. I think I want to have like like four kids, and then probably adopt a little black kid, if, as, unless I marry a. Uh, an African-American woman, uh, which is high, highly likely. But, yeah, why shouldn't... Adopting would be so cool. I know plenty. I mean, I, wor- I worked with women that have adopted all their children. I know my sister was considering adoption at some point. She might still be. And like, I think it's you, a great thing. You can adopt and just not have kids. Do, do people ever adopt who are otherwise able to have kids i actually used to date a guy he his sister the parents like couldn't have children and then so they adopted a little girl and then were able to have their own children after that like i'm assuming they might have done like ivf or something but i have no idea what's i don't know in vitro fertilization Uh, oh okay yeah so it definitely happens but i think some people just want to adopt kids because they realize that there's so many kids in the world that you know need to be adopted and yeah why not so yeah i think it'd be great to just like snatch one up from like a, a potentially very rough mm-hmm. existence yeah and just hook them up that could be highly rewarding i don't know i just want to like are you doing that just so that you feel all that goodness i think well it's like it goes to the narcissism thing i think that's huge it's like why does it matter that you have a child that is from your DNA as opposed to one that you adopt and people it's like a hard question to answer mm-hmm. and I think some people just kind of get stuck on like a conveyor belt and they're like okay like gotta get married gotta like they don't really put a lot oh. of thought into it oh yeah so go to school get a job get married have kids and I, think, I mean that works die. out obviously for a lot of people that's great like I mean if you're that's happy true. but yeah. I think you know it's important to sit back sometimes and be like what do I actually want I think that's incredible. so and I think a lot of people don't do that so, I agree. Could be talking about my ass. I don't really know. And to go back to the dog thing, I adopt. I have a purebred dog, and people give me a lot of shit for it, like a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Which I actually adopted, like a shelter dog. Like he really needed a home. You know, he was being rehomed, so I took him in. He was awful. He was right, very, very, really very sucks. aggressive. Did you yeah. ever meet Cedric? I didn't. I was. Cedric. I was told not to bring it up to you because you were very upset. I was so upset about it. It was probably the most one of the most traumatizing things that's ever happened to me. I was so excited about this dog. Got this dog. Only kept him for a week. He was that aggressive, and he went after my roommate. He tried about my parents, and he finally turned on me one day. The animal control had to physically come remove him from my home. I was like devastated, like devastated. And my parents, you know, I was so upset that they got me a puppy, and it was like the same breed because it's supposed to be a great breed. Mm-hmm. 
and but yeah and like people kept like giving me shit like oh i can't believe you get up here by dog and i was like you have no idea like what i've been through like fuck off bitch yeah <laughs> so and i love my dog now you and she's she's dog. wonderful the d yeah well i want a dog that's like really smart and really mm-hmm. nice and like really athletic and can like do a bunch of cool tricks and stuff and it's like if you just grab a dog off the shelter like you're just gonna have such a different experience yeah and we have so many shelter dogs and they're great like i'm completely on board people adopting dogs from animal shelter Mm -hmm. why can't you have it all why can't you you can you know get your fancy dog and you know get some little dogs that need homes all the Mm -hmm. dogs one of my dreams is to like um start a doggy daycare i think that would be a really fun business to own um and so i probably wouldn't make this my life's career work but like just buy a little plot of land and then people can come and drop off their dogs and go to work for the day and come mm-hmm. back and pick them up. I think that would be a really rewarding... I just love dogs. Yeah. I'm going to be a dog next time. Honestly. And if you made it, like, so affordable, that, like, because, like, now people do that, but it's, it's like, still it's like 35 like, bucks an yeah, hour. Yeah, people can't afford shit, that. Yeah. But if it was just, like, a huge field and it was, like, fenced in... What's the upkeep and... on that? You exactly. Get, like, two like, that does not need to be $35 a day. Like, right. that can be, like, 10 bucks. Or you can get, like, a rate going. So... Being a dog would be sick and you know why because dogs live in the moment they do. dogs do not have depression which is worrying about the past dogs do not have anxiety which is worrying about the future but they're just juicing around sniffing whatever they want just munching treats <sighs> to play devil's advocate though did you watch that video it was like a man put a gopro on his dog to see what it did during the day when he went to work <sighs> It was heartbreaking. It he cried like all day and like wouldn't got in his bed. It was so sad. It didn't have. I mean, it got over it like pretty quick, but still. Well, yeah, well, tell me what happened. It was it in. Yeah, it wasn't like freaking out all day. Right? No, but it like you know like he went to work and the dog like like waited and cried and then like kept crying and, like went and, like got in his bed and was like sad and then I think it was like yeah, okay and then um, went and did its thing <laughs> but but still I was like oh it probably does that every single day that sucks. Yeah, but so. if you have if you have them in a backyard with another dog, that's another yeah. theory I have. When I start getting dogs, I want to get one every like six years. So like, get a little goop. He's six years old. Get a new puppy, and then the older dog can like kind of help raise the mm-hmm. younger dog. And I feel like just having two dogs at once is almost easier than having one because we can like self entertain kind of. You just don't feel bad leaving them at home all day. And so yeah. if you have a yard, that dog's gonna be psyched up about life juice around all day and then if you have two dogs it's like come on they just play all day yeah imagine being a dog i'm gonna be a dog next time i think i'm gonna be an inanimate object like a 24 karat diamond 24 karat i think that's what i'm gonna be or like you're gonna be a cashmere sweater i could do that too you'd be a great you'd be very comfortable i would yeah miguel hates his dog miguel that's (laughs) Not my dog. I live at home with my dad. Sup, living at home, free rent. But it's just oh, not my favorite dog. What kind of dog is it? She's a border collie lab mix, mm. and she's nice. But she'll walk up to me and just if I touch her, just immediately falls on the floor and assumes the pet my belly position, mm. which is okay. Dog Does she like, bring anything to the table? Nothing. Mm. Doesn't even. That's, that's can't even fetch. His exact quote why he hates. She doesn't bring anything to the table. Like, we've gone to Little Blaine a few times, and she'll pull me, but that's, that's about as far as it goes. She goes outside, and it's not like a nice, oof, oof. It's like, Aah. I'm like, oh, come on, Lou. Dog's name is Lulu. 
But to your point, what you were saying about the GoPro thing, I'll come home sometimes and I'll find one of my dad's like shirts from his dirty hamper in her bed. Or like a stuffed animal See? that's not hers in her little bed. Aww. Which is a little sad. It is a little sad. Because you're like their whole life. Uh, well, ooh. So I read a little blip. Um, in a dog's eyes, you're almost immortal. Like you, if we got, if you got a dog right now, which you do, you're probably gonna look the same shape and size the rest of your life. Yeah. And that dog's only gonna see that shape and size of huh. you. They're for their seven years a year, you just look like this immortal, eternally youthful, eternally like, youthful being. Just so weird. Yeah, I wonder what it thinks when you're pregnant. Like fuck, I don't know. Isn't it cool how dogs are super caring and just good with babies though? Some dogs. Most dogs, most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think, but isn't there like a natural kind of, just so cool many instincts they have. Like, yeah. human beings, like, I think we apparently only have one instinct, and it's like, like, truly, like, when a baby is born, and you probably know more about this than I do, you, you can put the baby on the mother's stomach, and it will crawl to the nipple. Oh, God. And I think that's the only, like, th- the instinct, like, true instinct that we have. And they can swim, like, right after they're born, too. Dogs can just swim. How the how can a dog <laughs> swim and like m- several people can't, and like how do they ah oh, they're so cool. Life sharks so are cool. born swimming. Hmm. Born. All right. Well, we're getting kind of close to time. I think we should end it. I uh I like to end with a little segment about kind of ask my guests what they want to leave with the rest of the world. If you guys could broadcast one message, really cool thing they um. They broadcast. They sent out in like the fifties a little probe, just like just like zipped it out as far away. I think mm-hmm. it's like almost at Pluto or something. And I don't remember the name or anything, but like the only thing that's on it is just uh, I think it's Frank Sinatra or like jazz music. And so the the hope is that like if there is intelligent life out there or something, that they're gonna like here's what Earth has to offer music. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool is that? That is pretty cool. So in that vein if we're sending these digital ones and zeros out to the rest of society, let's say, you know, somebody hears this one day, what would you like to leave, what would you like to tell the world? And I can go first if you'd like a little bit of time. Sure. Okay, what would I like to tell the world? What would I like to tell the world? Um, well, I don't have anything clever or cool right off the cuff, but how about... Take care of yourself before you take care of other people's in that he serves best he who serves himself. If you're Hmm. killing yourself all day, not eating the right foods, not getting enough sleep, getting way too stressed out, and even if your intentions are good, you just want to, like, help and, like, you know, save everybody and stuff, my sister... Um, you're, 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 I think you're doing more damage than, than you could be like, or you're not doing as much good as you could be doing. So I would say world, don't forget to like breathe and exercise and sleep and laugh and take care of yourself. I'm worried about you guys, not you guys, but like world do that. Okay. Lauren, what you got? Mine's so lame. Um, I'm just going to end it with something that like really like struck with me the other day. I study at a coffee shop. Um, 
in Shreveport a lot and they set up this like community Christmas tree and like one of the nicest things I've seen probably this month because it's getting close to Christmas time is people like going to get the tags off the tree and it's like what like a little kid wants for Christmas like the little kids fill it out and I was like damn like that's so nice that people are like gonna take time with their day like get that tag go buy that present wrap it and like bring it back so I was like that's so cool so like I did that this year and I really wish that like you can just make someone's Christmas like so much better by spending like you know 20 bucks yeah. So I wish a lot of a lot more people would do that. So it's not like major insight. Sorry, listeners, but it makes a difference. It's kind of in direct contrast with what I said, but it's hey, good. Well, that's the yeah. end and no. That's the end and that's yang though. Both are very important. Bless you. That's, that's wonderful. Oh, shit. I, I had one that was kind of cool, but now Lawrence makes me feel like drop I need it. To, no, no. Drop let's hear it, Miguel. Which one did you want? The original one or the? Let's hear the original. Answer instinctively. So I'm a big fan of quotes. I probably got oh yeah, like over 200 of them that are just on a digital picture frame that pans through. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite ones is, a ship at harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. Oh, Miguel. <laughs> Love that, Miguel. Well, thank you guys for coming out. This was great. I, I mean, it's been like, I think it's been like an hour and a half. It just flew by. <laughs> you guys are brilliant. Wonderful, two of my favorite people. So I imagine you'll be back on here very shortly. Um, you're both wonderful, and uh, love you guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. You're very welcome, Jinx. And that concludes the Snuggly Dragon Podcast. Six, 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 six,